This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. doctors to listen to this program i would like them to chime in on this whole thing and tell me and tell me whether if eating a banana affects immediate cramps or if it only affects future cramps wait what is this (laughs) wait 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 wait. like you mean like uh like uh if you need like, lady cr- like lady lady cramps. No, like no. a leg cramp. Like, like if you have a, a leg cramp, if you eat a banana, is that going to stop yeah. your leg cramp? Or is it just oh. that if you eat bananas, oh. you get fewer leg cramps? I'm not oh, I could answer that question. Okay. Yeah. Potassium, yeah. It's going to kick down the frequency of leg cramps. Um, but there's a lot of things that lead to cr- leg cramps other than just an absence of potassium in your blood. It could be that you're not stretching, walking enough, or it could also be that you're dehydrated and, and you're not getting enough water and blood down there. Yeah. I got to drink more blood. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. All right. Uh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, this that, is and that's, and that's science. Corner. And that's science. Science yeah. corner. Science corner. <laughs> it's hers and hers and hers. <laughs> Oh, boy. You know what, you guys? What? There's a podcast called "This Podcast Will Kill You." Mm-hmm. Oh. It's really, good. it's really good. They they cover. Um, it's these two uh, scientists, these women who um, talk about different like viruses and bacteria and diseases. And I had to stop listening to it because mm-hmm. it was for real. Every time they talked about something, I was like, oh, my God, I have that. Like they had an episode on diphtheria, and I oh was God. sure I had diphtheria. Yeah, I can't <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> oh, wow. It's really good, but I had to stop listening to it because it – How is it that I have symptoms of everything and I have nothing? Because everything's symptoms are fatigue. Uh, <laughs> like it's all the right. same five symptoms for everything. Yeah, I have – and, and so really, it's just like are old age, right? Just old, old, decrepit, forty-five-year-olds. I'm still a young, robust forty-four. That's right. She's got a, <laughs> she's got a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Are we seeing our age? Is that what we're doing this episode? Like, no, we finally... well, you can you can tell us that you're forty cool if you want. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I'm thirty-one. <laughs> I just turned forty-five. Yeah, the other day. just turned 45. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. happened. Now I'm you're dating. Now you're with an older man. I'm you're dating married, an old you're married man. married to an older man. <laughs> I'm dating this old dating. man. We're married. We're you guys married. <laughs> and I laugh too hard at everything. Uh, and we no, have been October. married for a really long time. So the fact that he yeah. said dating. Yeah. Well, actually, no, we have talked about our age quite extensively on the show because we're always referencing the 70s, like when we remember yeah. what we, what yeah. little we remember of it. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah very little because we're so young. Yeah, what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> All those <laughs> memories could have been 1980. 1980s to 81 are super concentrated 70s. It's that whole like shift into the. So middle. true. Next decade. So true. But even in this episode, like, I I could see the 80s coming in in some of the clothes the kids are wearing this week. Yeah. It's (laughs) happening. Oh, my God. We'll get there. But that sweatshirt with the silver foil. Yes. Birds on it oh, that yeah, Janet yeah. was wearing. Yes. Oh my god! Yep. I don't. It was like that sweatshirt was so familiar that it almost felt like I owned it. Right, but I know I didn't. But it was yeah. so right. like, the time period that I was just like, yes. oh my god. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All but right. we are right. here to talk about that. Let's get into it. We okay. are here to we're talk here about to, that. We're here to talk about it. <laughs> Holy hey, shit! We've we talked about. We just jumped ahead, but we we're on topic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 
this episode is called. Well, I'll let you do that. Um, my oh, phone never mind. doesn't recognize me. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> you know why it didn't recognize me? Because I was looking down. Mm. That's that's how oh, old I am. Don't yeah. get me started. Okay, we're talking about Ralph's Rival, which is season four, episode twelve of the TV series Three's Company. Dead. Dead. That's ridiculous. That was December fourth. Is that right? Uh-huh. Nineteen seventy-nine. So yeah, we're almost TV, out of the seventies. This TV is rated PG. TV PG. Uh, Boy, there was no TV no. PG when we were kids. Do you think that there's a TV ratings board that had to go back and watch every episode and rate them all? Oh, that would be amazing. TV PG. I want that job. TV PG. They're like, oh, you, that's great. you watch all of Mod. Yeah. Rate every episode. Oh, I would volunteer for that one. Yeah, yeah. that would be a good one. <clears throat> that's our next series. Hers and hers and his, and then there's Mod. <laughs> 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 That's ridiculous. Okay, We're so last week, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Last week you predicted Ralph's rival was about that Ralph our RF Mr. Right. Furley, sure. Ralph's oh brother God. Bart comes to uh lay down the law. He's not happy. With how Ralph is uh, collecting rent, with all the maintenance <laughs> problems, he's not happy, Whoops. and running the place. kids have to hatch a plan to make RF look good yeah, when Bart's in way. town. Well, that's pretty close. It's is it? close. It's just well, that yeah. it's not Bart. Uh, right. But they still kind of hatch a plan to make him look good. Right. They're not happy with his uh, maintenance work. No. And he's not good at collecting the rent. No, he's terrible. No. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it then. All right. All right. So we open All in right. the kitchen. And Chrissy uh, has made dinner. Puke. And Janet and Chrissy are in there. And uh, Chrissy's like, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to cook again. Yeah. She and, shouldn't. Uh, Janet's. Janet's like, well, I should have made sure that you understood when I said to broil the what is it? Lamb chops. The lamb chops. That I didn't say boil the lamb chops. Can you just fucking imagine for a second boiled lamb chops? <laughs> no, I mean, wait, I that's what was in that uh pot that Janet had. Oh, she was carrying them off to the table, uh, and I was like, "What? What is this? Like pre-war Poland? Get out of here!" It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible, disgusting. Can you imagine what it smelled huh. like in there when they were boiling lamb? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, Jack, you, you throw Jack a whole onion in there. You throw a whole onion in there, and there you go. Yeah, <laughs> God, it's oh depressing. God. I'm depressed. Uh, <laughs> so great. Uh, and Chrissy explains that she's she's got a date with Elmo that night. Elmo. Elmo. <sighs> now Elmo, at, we'll meet later, but uh, it's it's implied. Are we inferred that from he has this? a great body? He has a great body, but he's an idiot. Is yeah. basically what we get from this uh, description. They, they pretty much say it. Yeah. yeah, and um, oh, and then we discover that Mister Furley had left a plunger in the kitchen when he was working on the sink. It's so plunger heavy. This show, there's so many people flinging plungers around. Well, I mean, it was Roper's trademark. trademark. One of his trademarks. And Jack takes it and just puts it on the Puts it on the counter. Yes! I was like, Uh, aren't you a chef? Aren't you a chef? Like I, I hate when Jack yeah. does something that's so not chefish or chef yeah, right. or Jefferson. Chefery, right. chefery. I would real never say move. He, total. That's a real move. move. <laughs> yeah. Jefferson would never. Yeah. I would never. Jefferson would never even think of it. Mm-mm. It would, would never. never. But it's. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jack comes in. We also find out that they're a week behind on the rent. Oh, yeah. or that comes out later. I can't remember. Oh anyway, Jack anyway, enters. Okay, Jack, Jack enters the kitchen. In. He smells the lamb, the boiled lamb immediately. Yeah. And knows that Chrissy <laughs> made dinner. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they're like, well, what's with the plunger? Oh, yeah. 
she talks about mashing the potatoes while holding the plunger. Yeah, she's like, I mashed plenty of potatoes. And Jack's like, no, thank oh, you. Because she was implying that she had used the plunger to do it, right? Yeah, that was the joke? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So he takes the plunger. Oh, that like almost literally makes me gag. I have to stop thinking counter. about it. <laughs> and they're like, no, he really – Mr. Furley really did fix the sink. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, let's check it out. So he turns it on and it works. Uh-huh, and they're uh-huh. like, huh, he did it. And then uh, this, the dish rinser, he calls it, right? Yeah, the dish, dish rinser. rinser. Cold water works. Spray. Hot water spray. works. Dish rinser works. That works. And they're like, and try the garbage disposal. And he tries the garbage disposal and it sprays right in his face. Oh, right in his Would you know it? Puss. And his puss. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he gets real mad. Yeah. He's well, like, yeah. Just hire a plumber, you know. And he's like, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And he goes out into the uh, living room. And he's going to call Furley and give him a piece of his mind. And they're like, But we're behind on rent. He's yeah. like, Argh. And ding dong, uh-huh. someone's at the door. And we, you know it. It's RF himself. RF. RF. And he comes in. And he hugs Janet. And he hugs Chrissy. And he's all smiles. And he goes to hug Jack. Even. And Jack hisses yeah. him. Oh, God. It was – do you guys watch what they do in the shadows? What we do in the shadows? No, I have Oh, the show, I mean, the I, show about I've, the vampires. I saw the movie and I've seen <laughs> the, the pilot episode at least of the show. But I need to watch it. The show is great because when the vampires don't like each other or don't want you know anybody to get close, they hiss yeah. like that, like cats. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. so great. He was like <laughs> – And uh, – and Furley calls him his favorite people and all this. And, you know, of course he needs a favor. Uh-huh. He needs help. Because his old rival, since he was four years old. Yeah. Since he was four, is Merle Denker. Denker? Denker. Merle Denker. Yeah. D-E-N-K-E-R. Weird. Merle. Yeah. M-E-R-L. I looked it up because I missed his name, so yeah. I had to like look it up to Denver. write it down. Yeah, right. uh, he's coming to town, and they've always been rivals. And he's like, you know, I gotta look like a big shot when Merle's here. They're but they're like friend rivals, right? They're like frenemies. Yeah, they're f- yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Um, and so as much as like a grown man in the late seventies can have a frenemy, right? Well, since he was four, yeah. And he's Ralph Furley, so that he can have him. It seems right for him. Um, anyway, he's like, I'm gonna I need the girls to come downstairs and be in my apartment when he comes. So and I just need you to back me up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, We don't want to lie. And he's like, I'll do all the lying. You just back <clears throat> me yeah, he's up. like, I'll handle that. Yeah. Don't worry about that. It's about this time in the episode. It's about here where I start really noticing for at least false teeth mm. and how perfect his teeth are. Yeah. Hmm. I'd never <laughs> noticed it before. So I'm wondering if he got like new ones or something, Right. <laughs> you know, cause I, n- I have never been like, Oh, look at Furley's teeth. And, no. Uh, and I was like, Whoa. That's what prompted Don Knotts to get back in the, back on the series. He's like, I need some new I teeth. Need new teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I think? I don't know if you're going to be able to visualize this as well as Matteo, mm-hmm. but I think that our our good friend of the show, um, Brian Telestai, could go as Don Knotts for Halloween mm. with some old age makeup and some silver spray. Okay, I, he, I see that. I think he could do it. All right. He should. Yeah, I'm going to tell him. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, so then it's later. <laughs> We're at RF's place, and he's sitting on the couch. Because the girls agreed. The, the girls day. agreed. Finally, but they got to get back to- soon because Elmo's coming over. Yeah. And Chrissy can't Chrissy be late because El- Elmo, if she's not there, uh, Elmo's going to blow his top. Yeah. Because apparently he's big dumb oaf. Has anger issues or something too. What? So why did they finally agree to do this when they don't want to to start with? Um, 
know. I mean, I guess they just decided to help him out. Or does he tell him does he he'll offer? forgive the rent? Or, or no, he oh, says no. he'll call, he'll he'll call, call a plumber. plumber. He'll call a real plumber, that's and, right. and that's what okay. Jack insists on. Yeah, yeah. and that's the okay. and that's the exchange. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes to leave the apartment. And he pulls the doorknob off. Right. And he's like, and a real locksmith. By the way, all of the stuff that that. Don Knotts is doing in this scene is just absolutely the cutest from the beginning. Like this is the thing about him. He is such a sympathetic character because he comes in hat in hand and he's just so sweet. And I like this version of Furley better than anything where they have to help him because he's such a bumbling dum dum. It's very yeah. cute. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's absolutely punctuated this whole same thing by when he when he pulls the door off off of the door and he immediately looks at the audience busted just in trouble like a little, <laughs> yeah. he looked like a little six-year-old it was just the cutest <laughs> cutest moment yeah he's the best he's pretty cute adorable um so okay so now we're at ralph's place yeah. and he's sitting on the couch and it's like Janet, Chrissy and Furley on the sofa on the sofa yeah. and then in a chair is Merle who's like a real like western businessman type he, he stepped off the set of Dallas, of Dallas. Yeah, yeah like he, where he was playing like businessman number two in the ballroom scene right he stepped he was off at the uh, cattleman's club yeah he was just that in the background of the cattleman's club mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. The Oil Baron's Ball. The Oil Baron's Ball. Club. There you yeah. go. He was, a, he was an extra in the Cattleman's Club, and he walked off that set, and he just wandered onto Three's Company, and they were like, you're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> where is where is Furley from that this is his old school friend? Oklahoma? Right. Well, I mean, guys, that's yeah. believable, but it is they didn't really say. No. No. Well, exactly. that takes us to our first Paddikins of the That's week. Right. Yeah, what's his story? Merle. He seemed Danker. real familiar. Merle Banker, played by Roger C. Carmel. Now, I don't know if you pronounce that Carmel or Carmel, but it's spelled C A R M E L. He was born in 1932 in Brooklyn, New York, and he passed away in 1986. Um, yeah, uh, now he was. This is a weird little trivia fact about him, but he was named after uh, his grandfather, Roger, who carved the horses for the carousel in New York Central Park. What? I know a guy did that. Yes, a guy did that. Yes, Roger Roger Charles Carmel or Carmel. I don't know how to say it. Damn. That's um, impressive. Now, uh, Roger Carmel... This this week's actor is uh, now he's one of his distinctions is that he was in two classic Star Trek episodes where he oh, played wow. a character called Harry Mud and the episodes were titled I Mud and then the second one was Mud's Woman wow. or Mud's Women wow. Women uh, and now he's one of the very few guest actors on Star Trek to appear in more than one episode as the same uh, character. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, now, he is also one of our more celebrated actors. He has 86 acting credits uh, that stretch over his very long career, which begins in 1958. Uh, in the 60s, he's in shows like The Patty Duke Show, Route oh. 66, The Dick Van Dyke Show, The Munsters, oh. Hogan's Heroes, um, he was in the original Batman episode in two episodes, I Spy, nice. and in the two episodes of Star Trek. Um, in the 70s, he's in Hawaii Five O. He's in Star Trek, the animated series, The Invisible Man, All in the Family, The Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew Mysteries, Three's Company, Laverne and Shirley. Uh, Wait, and then the 80s. The Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew? There was a TV show? Okay. Yeah. Nancy the Drew. Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew Mysteries, yes. Yeah. And it was a live action you didn't watch in that? the 80s no. he's yeah, in heart to heart different strokes transformers the movies he's in the tv series the smurfs uh and actually all of his last from the 80s until 87 he does a lot of cartoons transformers 
and then he does um, a voice for DuckTales, and that is his last credit in 1987, um, although he passed in 1986. It was released posthumously. And that's oh, our first Paddockins of the Week. Wow. Right. That guy seems so familiar, but none of that really sound like something I was doing. Hmm. Yeah, Hardy Boys Nancy Drew Mysteries was 77 to 79. Uh-huh. No. No. Never heard of it. No, no. way. Huh. <laughs> I used yeah, to love reading that. the Hardy Boys books. I love those oh, books. I've read Jeez. Nancy Drew out the wazoo. She has tons of old Nancy Drew books. Yeah. I really wish I would have read Nancy Drew, but I was like, that's for girls. Like an idiot. I know. That's yeah. why I didn't read The right. Hardy Boys, because it was for boys. But I also knew that it wouldn't have as many references to luncheon in it, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> right. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I love the old, like, 50s language of, of all the oh, old me Nancy too. Drews. Like, I didn't like to read the new editions. Oh no! I much prefer the '50s editions. I'm telling you. Yeah. And but but I didn't really relate because they were like, oh, and and their best friend Chet brought over a football. I'm like, ugh, why? What are why? they going to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was always the chunky friend Bess. The, there was, oh, yeah. She had George and Bess, and George was lithe and like and slender and athletic, and her cousin Bess was a little chunky. But Bess always had the best plans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whoa! Those guys. Threw my glasses off my face. Oh, weird. Yeah, okay. Weird. Where? Are um, we? Okay, are we? so they're all sitting there. Merle is uh, is sitting in the chair. Right. And, right. Right. <clears throat> They're all in Curly's RF's apartment. And they're talking about he talks about his private jet. Furley's like, Oh I'm surprised you can get along with only one only one private jet. Yeah, he's like, I need a few, you know. And then he says that he's in real estate, mm-hmm. bought this building, and he owns the whole block and all that. And he's just next block. Up. Chrissy yeah. offers that. And then he's uh he's He's owns a bunch of oil wells, <laughs> so uh, he's really, really. But yet he lives doing... in this apartment in Santa Monica because why not? Yeah. And then, uh, and then Merle talks about how he's married Miss Colorado or something, Miss Wisconsin, some, Miss Wisconsin, and so Furley has to one up that and yeah. so and janet's already his private secretary <laughs> his private secretary <laughs> so he makes he makes chrissy his wife yeah and then uh uh so they keep going along with it yeah and the, <clears throat> he dismisses Ms. wood for the night right <laughs> he won't go. be he won't be needing her anymore Oh, God. And uh, so Merle's about to leave. He's going to go to the hotel. But he's carrying like 15, 15 large. 15 large. 15 large. He's got 15 large on him in cash. And he can't go to a hotel with that kind of schmizzola on him. Who carries 15,000 15 cash? Are you kidding me? Where do you even put it? People going on below yeah, deck. Yeah, where is it? it? Yeah, I'll tell him. I was looking you. that out. How much is that? where you can put it. How much is that? That's like eight thousand. It's like eight million dollars. Right. That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> uh, Fifteen large. Fifteen okay, large. Um, it's seventy thousand dollars. Jesus. He's walking around with seventy thousand dollars on it. Large. Seventy large. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying 70 large. 70 large, everybody. Dead. <laughs> Dead. Oh, okay. All okay. Right. All right. Okay. We go. We watch Below Deck a lot. Yeah, and every Sometimes time they get paid Captain for Lee's their like, tip, Captain Lee says... 20 large. 20 large. Huh? <sighs> okay. okay. All okay. right. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, where were we? Okay, so he's about to leave, He's got, but he's got 15 large. On. <laughs> he's like, you know how... You know how these hotels are. You know what? I'd rather hunker down here. Yeah, right here on your weird, I'm just not quite sofa, not quite love seat. Yeah, I thought I'd just sleep on the sofa. 
<laughs> I mean, why not? I'm carrying around the equivalent of seventy thousand dollars. I yep. obviously can't. I can't afford like the penthouse with the safe. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Scoliosis couch for me. I say. That's not suspect. <laughs> the yeah. second he said it, I was like, and he has nothing. Uh-huh. And yeah. he's a liar. Yeah. The second he said it, the second yeah. he said it. And I'm like, if I got ahead of the joke, yeah. come on. I know. Yeah. You know, you know, I fault him for crappy camera work, but Bill Hoban would never have let this pass. I'll tell you that. No, no way. He ran no. a tighter ship. Yeah. <sighs> So then, so, you know, Chrissy's stuck now. They're like, well, you guys go ahead and go to bed. Yeah, he's like, no, you two head on to bed. I'll just be on the couch. No, no. Like, he really pushes them. So, uh, Furley's like, let's hit the sheets. And takes Chrissy to his bedroom. And uh, we go to commercial. Damn it. What? I didn't look up a commercial. Oh, you did. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, but I don't know what the commercial was, but Matteo sent me a commercial like last week or something that was these people aggressively snap dancing. <gasps> oh, it was that like jeans commercial from the eighties. It was for jeans. <laughs> yeah. mm, well, there you go. Oh god! But and they're just like snapping it. at each That's other. Right with such intensity and purpose and uh, honestly it like it felt to me like if you weren't in denim like that was a problem but it also felt to me like they were shaming each other for not being in enough denim and yet they were <laughs> yeah. in, they were in head to toe denim there was also so much gel in their hair i don't mean well moose probably also like moose Gel, sunglasses, denim, and attitude. It was the most 80s thing I had seen in so long. And then with the finger snapping, I was like, this is just in-your-face 80s. This is... I can't even find it. I know you texted to me, and I can't find it. Whoa, Wendy the Snapple Lady. Remember her? (laughs) (laughs) That's the 90s. (laughs) Is it? Oh, yeah, that's 90s. Never mind. Maybe the snapple lady. No. She looks Damn it, funny. I don't know, but those people were snapping so aggressively anyway in oh. denim. Okay, fine. What about fine. Orville Redenbacher, 1979? Orville Redenbacher, can the ambassador tell which popcorn is my famous gourmet popping corn? Cannot be better than ours. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know, Chris. My pop's so much bigger and fluffier, it Taste my gourmet popping corn. You like it better, or my name isn't Oreo Redenbuskov. Redenbacher. Yeah, Redenbuskov. Oh, he's Russian. Yeah, he's Russian. Okay. Woo. That was a real. That, that was, was a, a weird one. That was a Cold War Orville Redenbacher <laughs> commercial. I grew Orville up thinking Redenbacher. that that Orville oh. Redenbacher was the superior popping corn. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that was the one that was going to leave mm-hmm. you no kernels in the bottom, right. and if you would splurge to get Orville Redenbacher or j- the pop on the stove kind, right? The Jiffy Pop, Jiffy Pop on the stove, the one on the, on the yeah. The, that was like the kind you would get if it was fancy, right? Night. Yeah. Did you did you have a an Orville Redenbacher opinion? Well, isn't, like, popping corn like that supposed to be really bad for you now? Like, they found out it causes, like... Oh. Microwave popcorn. Microwave popcorn. It's supposed to be good for you. Why not? We had tons of microwave popcorn when I was at your house last time. I eat microwave popcorn all the time. I don't know some. why. What, it, what I just ate some. Here it is. What's bad? Uh, <laughs> I just saw it on camera. Wait, people at home. They, you know, honestly, yeah. I feel like we should release a video of these podcasts because it would it, be like half of my face and Tucker's arm. And can you see you. all of us? Yeah, can you or see? Or are all we of us? like cut off? 
Well, most of the time you guys sit on the opposite ends of the screen and only half of you is ever in. But yeah, yeah. yeah we'd have to lean in. Yeah, we'd you have, have to, to lean be in. so unnaturally close to each other. <laughs> Wait, I don't want to be seen. You don't want to be singing? I don't want to be seen. Oh, seen. Seen. No. Um, oh, well, okay. I hear you. But um, I still think... <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> I still think it's. I still think. I still think that we should release a video because it's another dimension to the show when we show each other things like pictures and whatnot. God, I wish one of us could animate things, and then we could take mm. little clips of funny things we say and animate them. I just would love to be able to Wouldn't do that, that in great. life. Yeah, like just to animate. animate little funny things that I've heard mm. or whatever. God damn it! I'm, I'm going to learn how to animate. That's the, <laughs> That's my yeah. next thing. It's easy. I'm gonna it's learn easy. it. It's easy. People learn it every day. Yeah, people are learning animation all right the now. Time. <laughs> people learning it. Yeah, true. I went to a I went to college with a girl who works or worked or went to work for Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she can teach you how to animate. I don't know what she does. Wow, she works for ILM. Yeah. Well, she was from she was from Bulgaria. Oh, fascinating! Yeah, she was really cool, and I can't remember her name. Jinx, you're so cosmopolitan. It's so weird because I know so many people. I'm very Neapolitan. (laughs) I know a lot of people. I'm very impressive. Well, it must be your (laughs) Fresno roots. Probably that. Uh, from Fresno. Uh, oh my gosh! I thought I was going crazy today because I was mm-hmm. sitting in my office and I heard a, just a downpour of rain, and you know I can't see out any windows in my office, yeah. so I just heard this downpour of rain for like minutes, and then I walked out of my office to go downstairs and I go to the, you know, when you walk out of my office, there's like this huge window and it's a beautiful sunny day outside. And I was like, what the is going on? I had no clue. It was just the air conditioning in our office, (laughs) but I was convinced that it was pouring rain and I thought I was crazy. Wow. Um, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I mean, it did rain today. It did? Yeah. It was sprinkling when they were picking up kids from the school. And we should release this video because during that, Babio licked his lips and the camera froze uh-huh. with your tongue sticking. <laughs> and then it decided to go back to normal and your tongue disappeared like a lizard. <laughs> what was that amazing. show with the lizard people? Entertaining as that. V. 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 Oh, that used to scare me. I love the mini series. Yeah. There was that mini series. It's just great. And then they did a season of was a show it? that's kind of not as good. But was it Mark Singer, that Singer on that miniseries? show? Yeah. Okay. I know this is, you got to get back to the show, but Mark Singer, Beastmaster, they used yeah. to run that movie on loop uh-huh. all during the 90s. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, is anybody else clocking this naked man on television? Like, <laughs> no, I, this isn't this isn't bothering anyone because I can't look away. Um, I don't know what's happening. I love Beastmaster. I watched it a million times as a kid because it was on. All the I time. did too. And I have no uh, idea this... what it was about. I have no idea yeah. what happened. All I could. I assume he was a Beastmaster. Yeah, his name's Dar. And <laughs> like he's. Dar Williams? <laughs> yeah, like Dar Williams. Okay. And yeah, he's born of a cow. Um, it's by Don Coscarelli, who does the Phantasm movies and Bubba Ota. Oh. He's got a real oh. odd sensibility, and it's an original story of his. Anyway, it's a, I like the movie, but I watched it all the time as a kid because it was on TBS and HBO all the time. So much so that like some some people would refer to those channels as the Beastmaster Station, uh-huh. uh, TBS. That's hilarious. And HBO was Hey Beastmasters on. <laughs> oh, Hey Beastmasters. Because they were on. It was on all the time. And that was another. That was one of those movies. It was a major contributor to our generation's uh, 
disappointment and the lack of quicksand. Really? Yeah, big That's quicksand. That's where it comes from? One of those. I mean, it was one of many. One of many. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, quicksand was a real fucking threat. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a big Big problem. problem. Like, I thought I was going to need to know how to get out mm-hmm. of it. Like, when they would yeah, mention eventually it. eventually you'd fall in quicksand. Yeah, like, when they'd mention, like, don't struggle, I'd be like, ooh, take notes. Yeah, take notes. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, stop, drop, and roll. It's like, stop, the same drop, thing. and roll was yeah. so important. Yeah. Oh, because you were going to catch on fire. Yeah, Your eventually. pajamas were going to catch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did we? I mean, that's why we're alive. Listen. Watching Beastmaster, I'll tell you that my pajamas were on fire. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) That Mark Singer. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) still it's also crazy about that movie is that like it has um what's her name? Tanya Roberts or whatever. And she was like a she was either a play Playboy Playmate or Penthouse Pet or something. But she's like naked in that movie. And it's like PG. And like it's and it's like a weird <laughs> kind of gory and strange. I mean, he's born of a cow, yeah. and then there's this naked lady scene, weird. and he's running around naked all the time with his ferrets. Do you guys remember? It's a weird movie. Do you guys remember USA Up All Night? Yes. What was that? Oh yeah, what was that? I remember oh, that. Night. It was USA Up All Night. They played weird, usually like sex comedies from the 80s and stuff. But oh, it was yeah. in the 90s. I know and that it they was played sex comedies. Gilbert I was Godfrey like, was on it a lot, I believe. Uh, Jiggle like comedies. A host or something. Yeah. Because there was like some girls that were kind of like playing like the bimbos or whatever. They would like run around. Yeah. Or and they'd be like, up all night. Yeah. The, yeah. And they'd be like squeaky. And I think Gilbert Gottfried was there. Yeah, I think he was the host. Yeah. And he'd be like, and now let's get back to Hot Dog the movie or whatever. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. My colleague, Gilbert Godfrey. That's right. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, his eyes came or whatever. Take him to his hotel room. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, okay. Should we get back to this? And now back to yeah, the show. I just, I just wondered what that was. And now back What's to that? the show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we are back in the apartment, the kids' apartment, and Janet and Jack are uh, they're um, they're pacing around. Or no, no, they're no. Janet is telling Jack. That's later. Janet is telling Jack about what's going on downstairs. And she's like, so she has to pretend to be his yeah, wife. Yeah, they're just having a little and, chat. <laughs> that's uh-huh. hilarious. It's going to be the shortest marriage and ever. RF and Chrissy. Uh-huh. Uh, so funny. So she'll be back up any second. Ring, ring. Phone rings. Oh, man. Janet goes to get it. And she's like, oh, hi, Chrissy. Oh, I mean, Mrs. Furley. <laughs> You're what? You're in his bedroom. Oh, and then she God. gets the scoop. And she's like, and then it seems like they get cut off or something. Yeah, the phone cuts yeah. off. And so she's like, we got to do something about this. Uh, she's stuck down there. Remember those days when your phone just would cut off? Yeah. Huh. And you'd have no way of getting uh, in touch with anyone. No. Yeah, so that used to drive me nuts. Time. Yeah. Remember that? Like if you weren't home on a Friday night and your friends called – like I used to go out to dinner yeah. with my mom and dad, and if I missed the call, I just didn't go out. Yeah, you were done. Yeah, it sucked. It. Oh, so I used to get so mad. Yeah. I'm just amazed we're not all murdered. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't any way to get in touch with anyone. Oh. We're just all just sitting ducks all the time. Well, there were a lot of people murdering at the time. <laughs> it was. It was big, kind of murder. Big murder time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still murdery. It's pretty much it's pretty it's not as murdery. Yeah. <laughs> not as murdery. Great. Are you sure? We don't hear about it nearly as I much. I mean, I hear about murder all the time. But not like serial murder. Hmm. That particular brand of murder. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not quite as much. But that's the thing about that is that you don't, you don't hear about it until after they've killed 50 yeah. people and then they get one person that did it. And then you're like, yeah, oh, that was kind of like, it was them. 20 years. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. It's <sighs> <That is laughs> so fun. Um, okay, so they have to do something. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
in Ralph Furley's bedroom. Yeah. Where he has a, a neon sign above his bed that says Macho Man. And a hot pink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, him and Chrissy are in there, and she's like, I, I have to get out of here. And she tries the windows, but there's bars on the windows. Yeah. He's got bars on his windows. This is... His bedroom's pretty amazing. There's only anyone getting getting in there and stealing it. Yeah. Stuff. So she's finally like, you know what? I'm getting out of here. And she goes to try to tiptoe through the living room to sneak out the front door. But she wakes Merle. And she pauses like mid tiptoe. And, uh, and says, I just came out here to check on you. <laughs> and yeah, I guess I'll go back to bed. She reverse tiptoes. And she goes backwards. And um, so she gets back into the bedroom and she's like, you know what? I, okay, I'll sleep on the couch or on the bed. Yeah. But you have to sleep in the bathtub. <sighs> Why do people always sleep in the bathtub? Was that a thing? I don't know. Is it just on mm-hmm. TV shows? I mean, I guess it if seems it's, logical, but yeah. it doesn't. It it's weird. Like, you can yeah. never sleep in a bathtub. I mean, not really. Like the floor guess, is better than yeah, the bathtub. The floor seems like a better option. Like, why would what, you sleep in the bathtub? Yeah, why put yourself in a cramped bowl? Basically. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen those things where you can, where like those videos where people just set out like big empty fish bowls and cats will just get in them? Yeah. Like, like if you have a cat, you can just yeah. set a glass bowl, like a big makes sense. Like but it has to be like a fishbowl style and then they'll like climb and get in it and just be all like in like weird yeah. shapes inside that bowl. Cats are I, so it weird. It makes me want to get a bowl. Cats are so weird. I oh, want to see my white fluffy cat climb in a bowl. Sure. Um, Poor big boy wouldn't be able to get back out. I'd have to That's dump true. him out. I'd have to pour his fluffy ass out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So um, she goes back in. Oh, yeah. So she's like, I'll take the bed. You sleep in the bathtub. Yeah. He's like, do I have to? It's the faucet leaks. He's like, Call tell the, the landlord. Mm-hmm. Well, ding dong. Ding dong. Merle gets up to answer Furley's door. Which is so weird. And you know who it is? Who? It's Larry. Oh, that's right. It's Larry. The return of Larry. Larry's back. There's Larry. And I so appreciated the return of Larry. Yeah. Um, His sink is stopped up. It was good. His hair was looking looking Mm -hmm. particularly fine. Yeah. (laughs) Sink stopped up. He needs Furley now. Yeah. And he's like, he's gone to bed with Chrissy. And he's like, Chrissy. Oh, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Chrissy? You say. Blonde Chrissy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then RF comes out. Yeah. And Larry's like, Are you? And Frilly gives him the look, you know, like, don't fuck this up. Look. Yeah. Like, but like the like big she would be. leading with his eyeballs look. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, of mm-hmm. course, yeah. He's done. Eyeballs forward. He's eyeballs forward actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, there's, there's only a few, but he's one of them. Yeah. So so Larry's like, well, okay, and he leaves, and uh, Ralph. Goes back to his bedroom. Yeah. And then back in, uh, this is where Janet and Jack in the apartment are pacing and trying to come up with a plan, a plan to, get to get Chris out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, Jack's like, you know what? I'll go down there and pretend to be your brother. So I was like, what did he what say? Did he it was so weird. Funny, I'll right go there. down there, pretend to be your brother. You cause a distraction, I'll throw him out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. It was weird. And oh. so then he goes to leave, and as he opens the door, who would step up but the mountain of a man that is Elmo. Elmo. 
Elmo of all the of all the names in the world. Elmo. Um, yeah. Well, this is our second Paddykins of the week, played by actor Reb Brown. Reb R E B. What a cool name. Reb Brab. Born Reb. in nineteen. Reb. Wait, sorry. Reb Brown. Born in nineteen forty eight in Los Angeles, California. Um. Let's see. He is. He's got sixty one acting credits. The most recent of which was uh, in 2016. So uh, kind of still out there doing it, I would say. But he nice. gets his start <clears throat> all the way back in 1973. Uh, during In the 70s, he was on Kojak, Marcus Welby, MD. Uh, he was in the movie Earthquake on the TV show Emergency, The Six Million Dollar oh. Man. And he was on two shows, The Rockford Files, Chico and the Man, The Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew Mysteries. Hmm, that's odd. Oh, uh, Chips, Happy Days, <clears throat> Fantasy Island. Oh, the Ted Knight Show. Um, oh. and he actually played Captain America in a TV movie called Captain America, and and that that makes yeah, sense because yeah. what a physique on that man, Jiminy Crickets. He had some. some I muscles. guess he looked like a weird, blown up action figure. True, because his head True. was so small. In the 80s, he was on Alice, The Facts of Life, The Love Boat, Bosom Buddies, Quincy M.E. Um, he was in Howling 2 in 1985. He was on Miami Vice. I mean, just so, so many shows um, in the 80s and, and 90s. And then between 98 and 2012, he doesn't have any parts and then nothing after 2016. But uh Yeah. Red Brown. Like, oh. To just make a couple a note about Red Brown here. He's yeah. in a lot of uh like B movies. Oh, and oh some, I can see that. Some great ones like You're the Hunter from the Future and The Sword and the Sorcerer. Oh, no. Both classics. But Jinx, he what? was in his first credit. Oh my god. His first credit in nineteen seventy-three, he plays Steve Randall in Oh my God! Yeah, Doctor Randall. <laughs> Is he a doctor? Let's see. Steve? No, that's no. He's just Steve. But he's in. Yeah, he's just Steve. Steve Randall. But oh my but, God! Yeah, that's a, a, a snake movie called. I'm dead. That's the name of this movie. That's yeah. the name of the movie, and it's and it's, it's hilarious. Seven S. <clears throat> But yeah, uh, hilarious. Another way of saying that is absurd. Well, sure, sure. It's sure. great. <laughs> it's a great, great movie. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Okay, so Elmo. It's no screen it's legend. Snakeman. Elmo Snakeman. Oh, man. There's a movie called Snakeman. I think it's also known as like King Snake or something. Yeah. But it had Stephen Baldwin in it. Yeah. And we used to watch... Any giant snake movie. I love giant snake um, movies. You know, <laughs> and it was, this is a genre of film. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Led by the legendary Jennifer Lopez leading Anaconda. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anaconda. I'm dead. And it was when they were they were trying to they were starting to flood the market. So there was like yeah. getting to be too many of them, and they were like sci-fi channel. Yeah. They were uh, like style. They were getting low budget. Bad. Um, which some of those first ones are still really funny. But, uh, yeah. yeah, they started getting bad. But Snakeman, Snakeman is what I'm assuming they I wanted everybody to call it. Of, <laughs> they started <laughs> getting bad as if there were some that were good. There were. There well, were some. I mean, there were ones that were would, really would, would you, entertaining. Like would really you count funny, silly. Movies. As one of the good ones? Because I'll tell you from that title. Oh. It was... I like. It's pretty good. It's pretty fun. It's pretty good. Uh, but these I were more it. like early aughts, mid aughts. Yeah. And all right. Uh, all right. Anyway, Snake Man or King Snake, I believe, uh, had Stephen Baldwin in it. Mm -hmm. And there's a part where this giant snake <laughs> eats this this girl with blonde hair, and of the course. blonde hair is hanging out of its mouth just so. <laughs> <laughs> and we turned he 
the snake turns around with the blonde hair hanging out. And I think we paused it like accidentally. Like we just yeah. had to pause it for some reason. Yeah. And it froze on the screen in this perfect, like it looked like he had a fake blonde mustache on. And we were like, <laughs> I'm Steve Snakeman here. Steve uh, Snakeman. I haven't seen any, just <laughs> haven't seen any snakes around here. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Steve Snakeman. Steve Snakeman. Steve Snakeman. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway, if you're looking for a good movie, look Stay for that one. Okay. Oh okay. Okay, where are we? So Elmo's there and Elmo. he's like, I've been down at the Regal Beagle waiting for Chrissy for like an hour. An hour. And she's not shown up. Where is she? And he's not you're saying it much more politely than he did. Yeah, he's a dick. He's not asking really. Almost awful. He's like, where the fuck is Chrissy? Where the fuck is Chrissy? We put her through a wall or something like that. Yeah. That's how he's saying it. He he did have some toxic male energy, truth be told. Yeah. And he he pushes his way in and then he goes like to check her room. He goes like to yeah. her bedroom, goes in there, and the door's open. So Larry comes in, he's like, Jack, Janet, you're not gonna believe this. Chrissy's oh downstairs. In bed with Furley. Oh. And Elmo and comes out. Elmo first. comes in. Oh, and then Larry does the, the best line of the episode. <laughs> what is that? What is that? <laughs> yeah. Delivered pitch perfect. That is a yeah. classic Larry moment. Yes. Yeah. That was good. Yes. This is a great scene for me. It is good for Larry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and because uh, Elmo then comes over and picks Larry up, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, and then he, he grabs his shirt. He puts him down. He grabs him by the shirt, and Larry's like, "I gotta go" or something. And he yeah. like just turns and rips his shirt completely off. Yeah, right. Which is it's it's that. not it's not an episode with Larry unless Larry gets kind of naked at some point. That's and true. Boom there. It was if you had yep. Larry gets naked on your bingo card, go ahead and yep. boop it now. Yeah. You got it. And then, uh, and then, oh yeah, and then Elmo punches Jack. Yeah, in that that weird was not cool. Gut punch way, and I yeah. didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it <laughs> because because Elmo is clearly, I mean, a, a building of a man. Yeah. And he should not have hit Jack. I mean, it, it no. was a weird. It took me out for a second. I was like, ugh. Yeah, ugh. I didn't like it. Almost I didn't a like jerk. It. And it had that sound of like. Yeah. <laughs> didn't care for it. That's not a weird a, punch sound. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Not a good moment. Not a good moment. Did not like that. Um, so then, down at uh, Furley's house. Down at our rendezvous. Down at our rendezvous. Knock, 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 knock. Uh-huh. Merle gets up to get the uh, door again. He's like, Grand Central Station. Yep. Elmo's there. And he's like, you furly? <coughs> and he's like, no, I'm not furly. He's in bed with his wife. I think he just says, says I'm not furly. He's in his bed. Yeah, okay. And then, you know, and then furly comes out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you Furley? He's like, depends. <laughs> and then, and uh, his cute little leopard print pajama matching set. Yeah. And then uh, Janet and Jack show up. Mm-hmm. And Janet picks up like, a, I don't even know what it is, like a glass thing. Like a vase. Like a vase or something. And... S- I think she goes to hit Elmo, but she mm-hmm. smashes it over Merle's head. Yeah, it's it's some weird attempt at having some action. S- yeah, some slapstick. <clears throat> and then uh, Elmo's like, uh, or Furley runs back into his room, and uh, Elmo's going after him, and Jack jumps on his back, and Elmo kicks the door open with and Jack on his back. Scene. And go into the bedroom where Chrissy's laying in bed. And she gets up. She's like, I'll explain. And Ralph comes out. He's like, no, I'll explain. Yeah. And he says, Chrissy's not my wife. And I just said that because I wanted to 
crush you, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, see, he explains the whole thing, and then Chrissy tells Elmo to go upstairs. And he's like, boo, boo. Oh, and she okay. points her finger in his face, and he goes, Elmo, go upstairs, or whatever. And he <sighs> sulks off all I wonder what it's like to live in a world to live in a world where the name Elmo isn't like ruined. Yeah, it's not a <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I wonder what that's like. Like to live in a world where Adolf isn't oh yeah. isn't maybe <laughs> World War Two yeah. Adolf. Like what was that like? Yeah, what was that like? Or, or even Jesus? That's great. You know why right. can't we <laughs> listen? It's not ruined in Mexico. I will tell you. Oh, that. you're right. You're right. That's what true. What was it like <laughs> to be named Oprah? Yeah, I wonder what it was like to be named yeah, Oprah. Just a common Oprah. Just Honestly, one of those I, many run-of-the-mill Oprahs. Do you are know there that other was a Oprahs? No, it was no a mistake. Her mom was her mom intended to name her Opora. It's a biblical name. Oh, and she oh. spelled it wrong and named her Oprah. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Huh. I think Oprah's actually a really beautiful name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I know that. I don't yes. know why you know that. Either. <laughs> I, interesting. I have no idea why I know uh, that. Yeah. But I, I think I it's from Jeopardy. You're the foremost authority on Oprah Winfrey's biography. That's true. Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Oh, uh, Merle. So then Merle... Uh, sits down. He's he also confesses that he's a, he's also a loser. Yeah, he doesn't have any of that stuff either. No, he's not married to Miss Wisconsin. No, he's just out here looking for a job, just like everybody else. And uh, Furley says, "You know, well, as long as we're being honest about everything, I don't really, I don't really have a whole lot of oil." <laughs> I only have four. No tag. No tag. No tag. Okay, so I thought maybe you got cut out. No tag. No tag. No tag. Interesting. Well, I have to say, I actually really enjoyed this episode. Um, from the jump, Furley's wearing his famous denim patch suit. Yes. Uh, and that's an iconic look for RF. Yeah, with the kerchief. Yeah. yeah. With the red kerchief. I mean, such a cute red, white, and blue. It's, it's, I loved it. Um, but just the overall tone of this was like really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not like the one moment with Elmo punching Jack. I thought that was over the top. Um, but all in all, this was a real, this was a real like candy bar of an episode. Yummy. Yeah. 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 What do you give it? I'm going to give this one out of four Dominomini booths a solid 3.75 Dominomini booths. Wow. Nice. 3.75. Wow. I, I feel like I have to put it on that scale. And if I tuned in, mm-hmm. I would be delighted. Yes. Like, oh, there's a fun Paddigans. There's mm-hmm. hijinks going on. Like, sure. Was it the funniest thing ever? No. No. But was it entertaining? Yes. yes. So I'm going to give it three and a quarter stars. Very good. Very good. And I think it has, you know, it has great Furley and it has a real good, uh, Larry moments. Yeah. It has I great for really appreciate. Yeah. Very good for so I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it four point two five. Whoa. Five. Wow. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it just reminded me also even even Jack getting punched, uh, you know, just reminded me that, you know, especially back then, as a boy. I you always lived under the fear of being punched. You expected you to be punched. Yeah, and you were a lot of the time. Yeah, back then, uh, you know, it happened. Yeah, I expected guys like that to punch me. <clears throat> that seemed very real. I've only been punched <laughs> once. You've been punched? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been punched. It was by a girl in the seventh grade, mm. but I Ugh. punched her first. She sounds awful. I got punched the first time in first grade. Whoa. And it was by my best friend because um, he got mad at me because um, I was swinging with Jason York. Oh, honey. On, the, on the playground. With somebody else. And he was like, and he, he was looking at me. He got mad at me. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, whatever. And I'm swinging with Jason. Uh-huh. And he's just like, mm, I'm going to punch you after school. <laughs> and I said, yeah, right. I didn't believe him. Uh, and so we went to Bex's class. And all afternoon, if I looked over at him, he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just be like, uh-huh, sure. And then we, after school, we walked outside. Uh-huh. And I said, Okay, here we are. And he punched me in the fucking face. Right in the face. Wow. Right in the face. Really? And I was like shocked. And I was I started crying immediately. And he was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was just walking home and he's following me. Oh, um, and I didn't talk to him for like two weeks. And then wow. I went to his house. And I think that was the last time I ever talked to him. The day after I punched that girl and she punched me. And then we pulled each other's hair for a while. And the teacher had to break it up. Right. The day after that. We wore the same shirt. Oh, it was a real, it was a real sitcom ending. Oh, dead. <laughs> dead. Anyway, dead. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Getting punched. Getting punched. Um, that's what that's about. Remember, I right. told you about that about where I punched that girl when we were when the teacher was reading The Outsiders. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was really feeling it. You were like fucking social. <laughs> Yeah. Get over here. So my, my friend soda pop like that. <laughs> Me and my greasy friends gonna fuck you up. Okay. I already got okay. Pokemon and then to come out. <laughs> Stinkled. Um you have your balls handy? Get your balls out. Oh uh, uh, reaching down deep into my velvety sack. Pulling out my my two friends, my two old friends, my my two crystal balls. Here they are. All right, here we go. Next Uh-oh. next week's episode is called Black Letter Day. Oh crap! You know I don't actually know what this term refers to. Mm. I don't either. I'm gonna look it up. I mean, I know what I a think red that's letter day is. A red letter day is a good thing. Is a positive thing. Yeah, so I imagine this would be the opposite. A negative, yes. Uh, yeah. But it sounds official. Oh, boy. This is a toughie. This is a real toughie. The opposite of a red letter day. I get that. Is it an actual thing, though? Or are, we just, are they just an making it An unlucky or tragic day. Oh, a black okay. letter day. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to say that uh, the kids uh, – okay. No, that can't be. I mean they've, they've lost that rent money how many freaking times? But, uh, <laughs> right, let's see. What's another – I know, I know. But like I can't imagine they're going to do that. Um, so let's say that – ah, okay. Uh, uh, everybody oh, gets a freaking – something. Everybody gets sick in the apartment building after having a get together uh, to celebrate uh, Furley's, uh, you know, one year anniversary at the apartment building. And they all go, they all get a cold and uh, they're all trying to help each other. But it's a, a series of, of, of terrible moments uh, and nobody gets well there. Oh, my God. Ugh. They all die. It's terrible. <laughs> I, think, I think I have COVID trauma. Oh. oh my god, maybe. So they all die. That's how many die. <laughs> no one. And everyone dies. That's, that's my the prediction. End. The entire cast dies <laughs> in the middle of season four. Hey, I don't know what the hell it goes on with, but. I mean, I'm, swing, I'm swinging through the fences. I'm pretty sure that happened on Dallas. <laughs> And they just kill off the whole cast at some point. Everyone was so disappointed when Bobby was in the shower. Like, 
Square oh, I'll, I'll never forget no, it. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I mean, no one was disappointed when Bobby was in the shower, but he was like, what? Everybody yeah. freaked no, out. It wasn't. Then, th- th- we weren't disappointed. Then, we were very, like, duped. Like, we, felt, we all felt yeah. duped. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't until the season premiere when they, can, they picked that up that everybody got all like, oh, come on. I remember that shower scene because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Bobby's naked. Ooh. Ooh, Bobby's <laughs> in the shower. How did I not know I was gay? Oh, you knew. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, another bang-up episode, everyone. We did it. Mm-hmm. Hooray. We did it. Oh, I claps. did it. I did claps it. Claps all around. All right. What? Let's toast. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are we going to toast to? We got to toast to... Uh, to uh, um, uh, the return of Larry. Larry, Larry. Woo. cracking it open, cracking light. Thank you.